beyond infinity. As we go into summer, it's a fun time of year, especially for young people. There's lots of music festivals around Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Splendor in the Grass is one of them up at, near Byron Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are others. There's heaps all around Melbourne. And, and uh, One of my favourites is Meredith. I haven't been there for years. Yeah, Meredith. I've heard that yeah, that's great. Oh, that's I've got friends yeah. who've said that's that's great. And it depends what kind of music you're into or yep. whether you're into dancing or whether you're into splendor or, or whatever mm-hmm. else that, that uh, takes your fancy. But uh, it is a really fun time of year, particularly for young crew. And there's been quite a lot of stuff in the media recently about concerns over drug problems uh, at some of these festivals where kids have been, uh, you know, overdosing or really getting very crook from uh, drugs that they may have got hold of at these festivals. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of calls from certain sectors saying we, we need to have drug testing, but there are other people who say, no, no, uh, that's supporting uh, the whole idea that you take these drugs. We don't want to support it at all. These are illegal drugs and they're illegal for a reason. So that's there's a, there's, a, there's a couple of arguments about that, which we don't really want to go into in this particular forum. The drugs are one issue, but also uh, violence. Anti-social um, behaviour. Anti-social yeah. assaults. All these sort of things, uh, unfortunately, have been known to happen occasionally at these festivals one of the things that i that caught my eye recently is that they've there's a big festival over in 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 america in california in the colorado desert it's coachella and that's a a huge music festival it goes for a week yeah it goes for a week yeah it goes for a week it's in april i think and it attracts you know people from all over the world but particularly in america uh, and there have been some incidences of, of violence mm-hmm. and uh, you know antisocial behaviour. And actually, last year when the festival was held, they trialled a drone surveillance system. It's called Eye in the Sky, and it uses artificial intelligence to look at live stream footage that's that's captured by drones to look for violent actions. For example, punching, kicking, strangling, or stabbing. These are, uh, you know, movements that have been programmed into the AI to be picked up within the crowd. So it can look at a lot of people. But unfortunately, as certain people have pointed out, some of the critics of, the, of using this, people who maybe object to it on privacy levels mm-hmm. or that the AI mightn't be accurate enough, that you're still going to need people to monitor the footage that these drones, if, yeah. if, they, if they highlight a particular area where they think the AI thinks that something's going on, then you need humans to look at that, which I think is the system that's yeah, because the way if, it's being used. You mentioned there about a stabbing as an example. I mm. mean, the, the movement of an arm, mm. well, that movement may also be attributed to just general dancing or bad dancing from yeah, somebody. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Or yeah. high fives or yeah. people sort of mucking around. You know, there's, and I mean, a mosh pit, I don't know how you could possibly, yeah. even with the best AI in the world, how you could pick out what's a fight and what's just a crazy mosh pit with a bunch of guys and mm. the odd girl just sort of throwing themselves and crowd surfing and all that sort of stuff, which is tolerated and it happens quite a bit. So is it more specific to individual incidents or more general like crowd behaviour? So if there was um, you know, a mob, for example, that were you know, rushing the stage and in danger of hurting a number of people, would it highlight that? Or is it looking at that individual or trying to identify an individual that uh, you know, is carrying a knife or could cause harm from the way that they're acting? Or a bit of both? It's looking for particular movements that it's been programmed in, and I've, I've actually posted to our Twitter feed which you'll find on our webpage beyondinfinity.com.au there's a video from about a year ago where this was being tested in India mm-hmm. so it's also not just been used in Coachella it's been developed actually by a research group uh, from India and the UK mm-hmm. and it was trialled on some campus festivals that were held in India as well because they're not immune to having uh, some antisocial issues and, and violence and stuff yeah. You know, when big crowds get together, uh, trying to police it, trying to make it safe is is a big issue. So they've pre-programmed it. 
They've taught the AI to recognise certain types of, of movement mm-hmm. consistent with violent acts like stabbing, like punching, like Or kicking. grabbing in a certain way, like grabbing by the neck or... Yeah, strangling, yeah. those sort of things, absolutely. But I think beyond that, so they've basically got actors or they've got crowds and, they've, and with multiple camera views or with drones flying above them, they've captured those particular types of behaviour, fed them into the algorithm. The, the AI has learnt to recognise them and separate them from other behaviours, which are non-violent, mm-hmm. non-threatening, safe. But there's always room for inaccuracy, unfortunately, with this. It's not a perfect system. There are privacy concerns about it. Well, uh, if someone has taken an illicit drug, uh, mm. then maybe the, the way that they're walking or interacting is then going to throw up a red flag for this. So rather than, uh, you know, so it might have the the main focus of trying to prevent this antisocial behaviour of, say, fighting, stabbing, etc. But it may have a secondary function of recording in the database the faces, the, the details of people that Absolutely. have taken illicit and, and thereby drugs. providing a deterrent to doing it uh, or to committing acts of violence or antisocial behaviour. Toby Walsh, he's a professor of artificial intelligence at the University of New South Wales, reckons that we should be concerned by this technology. There's plenty of good that technology can be used for. And like any technology, it can be used for bad. And I guess one of the concerns is that, you know, this this technology becomes more and more prevalent around the world. It can be exported to authoritarian states Mm -hmm. and it can be used against people. Mm. One example is China, which is a surveillance state. There are hundreds of millions of surveillance cameras. You know, you drive a car down the highway, there's flashes of light going off all the time, almost to the point of distraction, I'm told, because there's that many cameras monitoring every single vehicle, what everyone does. And that, as we've discussed in this show, it all feeds back into uh, an AI system that that then ranks people, uh, the social credit credit system. And that even applies to businesses as well, not just Chinese businesses, uh, overseas businesses operating in China are subjected to that same slightly draconian dystopian system mm. where you know you earn points for what's considered good behavior and and you lose points for demerits if you like mm. for bad behavior or what the what the party considers to be bad behavior these drones which they're talking about using in music festivals are not armed they're just purely for surveillance thank, thank goodness yeah. yeah well there are actually drones in china that they're selling around the world becoming increasingly uh, prevalent and affordable which carry quite a high caliber machine gun and can mm. be controlled with ai but also remote controlled by a human operator and they can fly over crowds and they can use surveillance they can use the ai to pick out people and then they can actually take action themselves I wonder how you test that in the courts i mean if if it shoots uh, the weapon and someone dies from from that shot well is it the person that programmed the drone that therefore should go to prison if it was the wrong thing to do the wrong judgment call made by the ai was that what the company that operated at the time this is a, a it's a quite a scary thought yeah actually. yeah exactly yeah. And, and you know laws do need to be updated like in australia law enforcement would be allowed to do this sort of thing with a drone i mean obviously not with a machine gun attached to it but certainly to use ai to study a crowd and mm-hmm. to potentially identify people, uh, troublemakers, criminals, mm-hmm. and then take action on the ground with, with police. You know. I think if you're in a public place, there is an expectation that your data will be captured in some way, you know, whether it be video or photo. Mm. You're at a... It's increasingly maybe, like that. Maybe you're at a private event, but it's in still within a community. Therefore, you know, for security purposes, yes, you need to capture that. The main concern that I see is what happens to that data after the fact? Is it shared illicitly? Is it shared yep. with external parties yep. that shouldn't have access to that? Our laws apparently are a little bit vague when it comes to drones and what's allowed and even private drones i mean if you're you know you're on a beach or you're in your backyard and there's a drone flying around overhead i find that quite 
I feel like my uh, privacy is being breached when when that happens, especially when it hovers and you know it's got a camera on board. You know, someone can look down on you. Mm-hmm. And even on beaches in public places, you know, that, and it's an area that isn't really fully covered by the law. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not allowed to go and film someone's private activities in their backyard with a drone. Well, I mean, you can't that, be near an airport when you're trying to fly. Well, that's a drone. right. There's but, certain rules. But I'm talking about individuals' privacy. Yeah, I mean, right. this is yeah. all protecting airspace and security of airports and all that, which is totally valid. But I'm talking about personal privacy, and and it sounds like Australia's laws aren't that clear in some of these cases. And uh, in particular, which surprised me, your commercial privacy, where where businesses collect information, maybe using a drone or in other ways about you. There are examples where Australia's laws need to catch up with that as well. So look, it, it highlights a whole lot of interesting things. And as the case with any technology, there's there's a lot of capacity and, and potential for good coming out of this mm-hmm. and benefits to safety and security. But there are also privacy issues. And as you just mentioned, how the data is stored. You're listening to Beyond Infinity. Science and technology podcasts. You'll find show notes and other resources, plus our complete searchable backlist of over 600 podcasts at our program website beyondinfinity.com.au